I have a good feeling about this one. This is going to be a fun one. I, 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 uh-huh. I, just, know I just know it. We got and a no full one's house drinking. tonight. Is David drinking? Are you David? Oh, Dave, David is drinking. Of course What are you is. drinking? David is always drinking. So I ran out of soda, so I'm drinking cherry fizzy water with whiskey. That's oh, I, thought all was, I, I thought he was just going to say some whiskey straight tonight. <laughs> Good. I'm drinking tea, so <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. my instrument. Uh, you guys have heard right. me on beer and a mixed drink. I'm not doing whiskey straight. <laughs> well, trashed by the soda, halfway so. through the first episode. Nobody wants that. Welcome, everyone, to the Nurtric Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with David. Hey, guys. And Phil. Hey, everybody. Uh, we have a full boat tonight. We have a fully staffed bridge crew. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have four guests with us, basically the entire podcast of Starfleet Underground. Uh, we have Heather, Nathan, Rocky, and uh, I'm Patrick. Patrick. Sorry. I'm terrible with names. Uh, welcome all. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Thank Hello. you. This is exciting. Yeah, this is, I think, our, we, I think we've had, what, two pod uh, guests on before, Max? So four is, mm-hmm. it's a new one for us. I've never been in a Star Trek orgy before, and I'm kind of okay with it. This is fun. They call them Borgies. They call them Borgies. Yeah, Borgies. Yeah. Yeah. Borgie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Boldly going where Nerd Trek has never gone before. Exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had that, like, ready to go. Like, you were on it. If you've listened to our, if you've listened to our show, you know. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm getting subtle hints of it. Yes. (laughs) Um, no. So I, um, obviously you're all Star Trek fans. Um, tell us a little bit. I don't know if you guys want to, um, how did you each get into Star Trek and then how did you start the podcast? Heather go first. (laughs) No pressure. I blame Heather. She got me into this. Okay, well, one night I had a dream and a triple came to me and the triple said, Heather, you should start this podcast. <laughs> that works. There were several <laughs> triples. Don't argue with that. Worked. Yeah. That worked she she and, told me that. And then the, the dream took a, a left turn, but we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> All right. But as far as um, getting into Star Trek, so... Uh, I got into Star Trek about five years ago, and I never watched Star Trek before, never, you know, got into it. Um, when, uh, I had a couple of friends, uh, John and Walter, who took me to my first convention. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll go to the convention with you, you know. I'm going to bring a camera, and I'm going to record some stuff, so that way I have something to do while I'm there. And then we'll go home, and I'll never think about it again. Well, I went to the convention and I had so much freaking fun and I had such a blast and I put the videos out there that the next year I went to the convention without my two friends. And then I went the following year and then I went the following year and then I've been going ever since. And that first year, like the whole entire year from my very first convention to the second convention, I binge watched all of Star Trek. Okay, so yeah, and that's that's how I got into Star Trek. Right. And that's a lot to watch. That's a like, lot of 700 it hours. Took a year. It took a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the path we're on, but we're, we're sparsing it out. So we're, we, we're, we're, we're on the, the seven year. <laughs> yeah. We're on the seven year plan. <laughs> what Which about you guys? Keep getting longer as we get more seasons of disco and Picard and whatever. Or oh, there's whatever so much more now. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much more now. They just keep throwing more at us. It's awesome. 
Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's been yeah. a prayer for 20 years is being answered. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. At some point, you just won't have to watch anything else. It'll just be Star Trek. That would be, I would, I would no subscribe to that, that channel. Yeah. I, oh, I just like a Star well, Trek channel. Pluto, Pluto TV has a Star Trek channel. Do they? Yeah. I don't have Pluto uh, TV. It's free. You can it's get free. it. It's free. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. I would subscribe. Even better. <laughs> you can get it on your phone. You don't have to buy or subscribe. It's just oh, you're, okay. you're forced That's to cool. watch commercials. That's the only ah, caveat. That's what they old get you with the commercials. Way. Yeah. It's old school. Well, uh, what about you guys? Did, how did, have you been longtime Trekkies? Is this kind of new or did like you have to watch because she pressured you into doing a podcast? <laughs> That's what happened to me. She's like, I, was born, born. <laughs> I was born in Trekkie. I was okay. writing. I was writing my own Star Trek stories in third grade. So, um, I, I knew the entire, you know, uh, space, the final frontier. I knew that whole monologue by heart, and um, did my own Star Star Trek stories in third grade. So, ever I've been a fan ever since. Right on. And that's been a long time, like fifty-two years. So. <laughs> Well, close to 52 years. All right. So, yeah. So you've seen, well, because then you were old enough when like TNG was kind of the new thing and it was fancy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I about, fancy. I about died when TNG came out because I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> or, well, yeah, especially after a series, you know, then they animated and then some movies you are like, oh, finally a, r- a brand new show. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, then what about you guys, Rocky and uh, Nathan? How'd you guys get into it? It was always on growing up for me. I remember being in the daycare center and uh, I'd be able to get over the TV and take care of it. I mean, they were watching Sesame Street and, you know, other shows. And I'm like, I got to watch Star Trek. I want to put it on Star Trek. So it'd be like me and the TV and everyone else would just dis- disperse because I was the one kid waiting to get picked up by my parents while, I, while I'm sitting there watching TV at Star Trek. Nice. Yeah. You're like, fuck this. I don't care about Big Bird. I mean, Big Bird's cool. I mean, I was I was a big Oscar the Grouch fan, but um, yeah, no, I was. <laughs> I, I I loved watching Star Trek. It was great. Right on. That's cool. As for me, I'm long in the tooth. Um, I probably was, I think the only person here that watched Star Trek the original series when it was first aired. Um, okay. I was a kid at the time, and I remember my father buying a color TV set because Star Trek was going to be broadcast in color. So oh, that was yeah. the big thing. So he bought a set. And I watched Star Trek from that point and became hooked. When Captain Kirk talked to the computer and the computer answered back, I, I was in shock. I, was, oh, I want to work <laughs> on things that talk. And that was my life goal that drove me to be uh, the, what I am now. So I really, really enjoyed A Star sad, Trek. pathetic, lonely old man. Episode. Oh, oh stop that. <laughs> no, now he's oh, just a, now he's just an old man that talks to Alexa a lot. <laughs> That's Which is the same thing. It totally came so it, came true though. I have almost the whole place wired for sound now. So it's like I'm living my own little Star Trek dream. So I I adore it. I'm an alpha geek when it comes to Trek. I have arguments at the convention center all the time because we have a table when people try to out-geek me on technology with me. Don't don't go up against Nathan on anything Star Trek because he will take you to the library and school you. (laughs) I know a lot of stuff. But I'm old now, so I may not remember the exact episode names and stuff. But I got you on the tech. But you'll know. <laughs> so, <laughs> right on. Um, let's do this real quick. We'll we'll go uh, one by one. So, what's your favorite series, and then favorite captain? Oh, who wants to go first? Wow. That's like asking what's your favorite child. Who you know? Who your favorite Every, child? Is. Yeah, everybody but everybody has, has one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
or or you can give the whole non-committed answer of just say I love all Star Trek. It's fine. I'll too. say I'll oh, say can. my That's favorite. My favorite series is Lower Decks, and my favorite captain is So Far Saru. Although, as soon as Michael becomes captain of Discovery, she'll be my new favorite captain. Hmm. Good pick. I, I I love Saru. He's he's embodying a lot of what like I think Janeway and oh, a Picard had. So I, mm-hmm. I I can't wait to see kind of more of him as well. Only without the '90s cheesiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> There's copy in that nebula. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you you rewatch some of the episodes and you're like, oh my god, this is dated. Oh yeah. There's yes, it, it definitely yes, tells. Yeah. What about you guys? For me, the the my favorite captain, and it probably comes down to the fact that, that when Chu showed up, he punched him out and he never came back. And that would be Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. Chu showed up on on DS9 and he just knocked him out. And he knocked out Picard just about because he blamed him for the for his wife. But the fact yeah. that if you watch the DS9 episodes, he was somebody who was willing to do what it takes almost up to like what Section 31 did. Because mm-hmm. if you remember in the behind a pit uh, behold a pale moon, um the pale moonlight, he did some scandalous stuff to get the Romulans in the war. So yeah. he tried to keep that line. So I kind of, kind of admired him. Then after that would have to be, of course, Picard, because he was a mentor and as well as a really solid captain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen DS9 all of it yet. Phil's our our only completist here, um, and mm-hmm. Dave is our Star Wars guy. So this is kind of his first run through, and I'm, I'm kind of like I'm kind of mix and matched. <laughs> you haven't you seen see any. From, I've seen. I've, like spotty DS9, like when it was originally aired, but I have not gone back and watched like a full watch through. Once it's definitely worth the watch through. Yeah, no, it will. The Dominion Wars are the best. Dominion War, once it gets to Dominion War, it's on freaking believable. I mean, mm-hmm. they finally changed Warp to somebody who on Star Trek was like, This is our security officer. Would you like to beat him up? <laughs> Until somebody <laughs> was actually a, a yeah. badass. You know? yeah. yeah, Worf and TNG so, is not the most like Klingon-y security no. guy. No, He's you have a super fight. cut of him being beaten by everybody, <laughs> from well, children got... to old people to a barrel. And a... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He got nailed by that barrel. That's right. <laughs> oh. oh, my back. <laughs> well, how many how many Klingons do you know that like to sing opera or prune juice? That's true. I don't yeah. know. That's a good point. Drink. <laughs> yes, and it keeps you regular. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Klingons have a problem drink. with that. No, I think it's have a you seen drink your diet? You drink enough of it, you get close to having to have diarrhea, and you can't leave the bridge, so you have to force your butt cheeks <laughs> tight so you don't splatter all over yourself in your uniform, and only a warrior can keep from shitting himself. <laughs> Just clench <laughs> it and hold on for the ride. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Well, oh, you, you know, so you, you know, it was good food if it burned. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Speaking of Klingon anatomy, I know this is kind of a tangent. Where do you guys stand on the Klingons having two two penises? Well, Hopefully, not in front of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> or, the more the merrier. Where do you think the phrase came from? Um, one in the pink and one in the stink. It's from Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> that settles it. Time. There that's you go. Right there. That's They're it. very thorough. Seriously, that's why that's why they invented vibrators to do the same thing. It's it's modeled after the Klingon thing. So and scene. <laughs> and there we go. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, what are your uh, Patrick and Rocky? What are your uh, favorite series and captain? Oh, I can't pick favorites. I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that won't commit. I, I like them all. That's okay. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I, I grew up on, on Kirk's. So, I mean, you know, even though Shatner can be kind of, you know, Too awkward sure. with his fans and the Shatner. Um, but yeah, so him, I guess, but then it would have to definitely have to be Picard. Um, and I, I freaking love Janeway. I think she's, she yeah. is a badass. And then, um, I can't wait to see more of, of Captain Pike. Yeah. yeah. Side there Captain. you go. Oh, the Anson Mount Pike. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anson was nailing it all the way through. I'm like, oh we can't, my God. can't wait to have more of him. He's going to be great. Yeah. I'm and just excited oh, that there's yeah. so much, like we're still looking forward to new shows. Like it's not just, Oh, I can't wait for discovery season four or lower deck season two. You're like, no, there's, there's still more shows coming and that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. It's a great time to be a star Trek fan. It, it is. Really is. That's the truth. There's in the 2000, the two thousands were like a dark time. <laughs> it's like sorry. the 70s, 80s, I, and then the 2000s. I'm going to rant for a little bit. So right. <laughs> 2000s, they're going through and they're doing like shows on everything, everything you could possibly imagine. They're coming out with like freaking um, everything. And then it took them a decade to finally figure out that they have a Star Trek, a fan base of like shows that they want that people are like dying for. And they're like, oh, we're not giving them shows. We need to give them shows. Thank you. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you're getting built built-in built giant fan base here. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Support yeah, because Star fans. Trek fans will literally watch it. Even if it's to bitch and complain about it, we'll still watch it. And so many of <laughs> them do. It's right. like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. And those are all the They're people like, I look at and go, remember, you remember all those years when we didn't have jack shit? Right. You need to shut <laughs> your mouth. But but they're like they're like they're bitching about it how how horrible and awful it is. But you're freaking watching it. Yep. Otherwise right. you wouldn't know how horrible it was. Yeah, yeah. we're in season well, three. Just, He's, they're still watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, just like unfortunately, I have to do a little bit on Star Wars fans. When the Han Solo movie came out, you thought that Disney ate their kids. <laughs> really, it was horrible. It's got it so bad. The backlash is that all the directors attached to it says, fuck that. We're not doing any Star Wars movie ever again. Yeah. And the only thing that saved yeah. them was The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it's yeah, bad Mando- when a movie kills all its children. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But Disney yeah. has a really bad track re- track record with that. If you look at all of their uh, past movies, it's all, oh. I mean, like, you know, uh, Snow White and everything. That mother was fucked up. Um, Cinderella. <laughs> I mean, they you Disney has some screwed up families in their, you know, movie set. That's pretty well, much every movie. Like well, a scarred reflects, emotional. It reflects everyday life. It reflects real families. Well, if yeah, you want to know if you're watching a Disney movie, just with the, if a parent dies within the first 15 minutes, chances are it's a Disney movie. Every <laughs> single one. Everyone. Yeah. Name, name a Disney movie where the parents lived or didn't start off as orphans. Yeah. They killed Bambi. Bambi Dumbo. Right off the bat. Dumbo. Also, the, the father, you don't even know who the hell the father is. Yeah. They chain the mother up and take him away. You know, yeah. and, they do that. Everyone. And don't even so. get me started on Disney and like every single female in the Disney movie has to have a romantic guy like, oh, he's going to complete me. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, wait, I will be I will be I, if they do that when they get a uh, two male love interest on a Disney movie, then 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 I'll join you in the. Eh. <laughs> 
They'll kill one of them. It's a Disney movie. They'll kill one. It'll be two dads and one dad to die. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> true. That's that probably way. true. So, <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be three dads and a baby, and one will die. <laughs> <laughs> probably would awesome um i'm i'm super excited to have all of you join us this is going to be a fun one i i can just tell i'm sorry if we had you lose uh viewership <laughs> oh please <laughs> no hasn't hurt us yet <laughs> nowhere, nowhere to go but up so you can lose one of our 30 listeners <laughs> which is i i appreciate all of our listeners by by the way uh it's basically my dad and then 30 random people <laughs> well and until we get those random people that go and download all hundred and whatever episodes we have all at once. And we're like, looking at each other, like what the hell? <laughs> Some poor person just gets our entire backlog. And I'm like, I'm sorry. That's I'm, so sorry. Entire like, wow. I'm so sorry about those first 20 or 30. They, they were just really, they bad. probably did a car trip road trip. And hey, I'll, I'll take that. If someone to, even, you know what? To where? I'll, South America? It, oh my God. Uh, I'll take it like a bad Star Trek fan. Like if you want, if you want to listen oh to us, God. trash talk us. Hey, you're listening to us. I don't especially, care. Hey, especially TOS. Hey, Rocky, Rocky will do me a favor. When we get back to the ship, I want you to download all of their podcasts just to see the look on their faces. <laughs> all go. four of you should do it. And then we'll have like a thousand downloads or, or 500. I don't want to set their server on fire. God, I want to hear, I want to hear them squeal like bathtub the, toys. Like the hamsters are losing their mind. The server. Like, Starfleet Underground broke us. <laughs> I want to, to hear it all of a sudden. Jeffrey gets on. He's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just going, oh my God, guys, are we popular? Are we? Ah, <laughs> like, like, oh, damn, they got underground. <laughs> like, he'll break that's not what into, we wanted. <laughs> he'll break into whip, uh, the Wicked song. Popular. I guess We're I am be popular. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll take it. That's fine with me. I'm I'm all for it. Oh, now you sound like Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be optimistic. Oh, oh, okay. I it's going to be a double entendre kind of night. Sometimes triple. <laughs> Sometimes tribbles. <laughs> Sometimes tribbles. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do tribbles. We keep those in suite and on Heather's side of the ship. They they vibrate very nicely. Yeah, I have a feeling her 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 uh, dream about tribbles is there's a, a lot of backstory there. <laughs> no, I, it's more than what we'll talk about and that's and i won't even tell you about how patrick was like asking the triple do you have problems with shit on your fur and the triple vibrated no and then he wiped his ass with it i'm just like <laughs> oh i remember that that was hilarious <laughs> you know i don't know if you guys can if if you're not sure but this is a safe space so feel free to talk about whatever you want i know you're kind of censoring yourselves right now but you can talk about whatever you want is fine here. Okay, so I have this rash. <laughs> Adam just goes right into it. <laughs> I am a nurse. Jeff is a medical I... professional, yeah. So, it's really itchy. Uh, creams? I you recommend some creams? Yeah, yeah Jeff's a nurse. We can well, to, to be fair, I am a hospice nurse, so I'm not going to do much. I'm just going to let you die. I'm dying. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Sorry. I'm dying, so we're <laughs> we'll make you comfortable. That's about all we can do. I got this big bump <laughs> on my big toe that has a hair in it, but when I squeeze it, something like milk shoots out and it actually hits the ceiling. Should I be worried? Cancer. <laughs> Probably cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just cut just cut the foot off at the at the at your, at your neck. Yeah, you don't need it. You're not using it. <laughs> we'll yeah, have our doctor work. regrow you a new Every one. Every answer is cancer. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into this glorious episode of TNG season one, Home Soil. Um, original air date, February 20th, 1988. Um, this is, um, I don't, God, I wish we had Sexy Riker back in this one. Um, I don't know. What have you guys? Well, I know. Tried. Okay, so he tried his best. He tried to hook up with that chick. So, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I he mean, did the Riker, Riker. maneuver, though. He did. Oh, yeah, I think did. this is Around the first the one. Of her. Yeah, yeah, he jumped that chair. Yeah. It's not always really funny jump. is that any time a female came on board the ship that was new, he looked at her like she was a Scooby snack. <laughs> you can see his face. It's like, you haven't heard all my he's best lines. This, he's got this, oh, I'm going to so do you before you leave look on his face. Is that why he grew his beard? So he would like have more of a poker face? It didn't work. I'm not going to touch that one. I'm going to leave that one alone. That's, the, that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, even well, Diana Troy was like, uh, well, I can't get anything else out of her. Maybe you could do something. I mean, she was. She even knew that Riker was... Go yep, check you talk to up. the woman scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go try your angle. <laughs> but isn't it weird that like she's the only female there, but like, do they have to go the sexy route? Like, can they just talk to her? Like, do they have to try and seduce her? I mean, I, I'm okay with it, but the writers would say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. They they well, have to have some kind of a Kirk character in every series, mm-hmm. it seems like. So mm-hmm. if there's a woman and Riker does not seduce her, then is she really a woman? That's a good thought. It's like if a tree falls in the woods. Does she have a pulse? She's used guys before. Well, yeah, Yeah, that's true. And aliens. Yeah. Yeah. There's the... And everything else. Yeah, the androgynous, non... Yeah, non-binary from the uh, generation ship. Oh, I wonder if Riker would go after the Hoarder. He's experimental. The Hoarder would be like... The order the would be on the ground's like no fuck I. Like where would you even where would you even insert it with a horda? I mean that's just like it, it would get burnt off. Right? Crack, it's a hot lava um, rock. I, I think the horda's more of a top. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, because Riker would, would lay down and the horda just kind of goes over top. I think. Uh, and that's yeah, that's the uh, that's the exciting part of it. Trying yes, to burn no. with a smile on his face. No. <laughs> having my having my penis burned off is not the exciting part. That's what sick bay is for. They but just roll right Riker. back. Oh, come on. You know that. His last words would be, oh, you're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Uh, so, <laughs> so the actual plot of the episode is oh, yeah, uh, they're on their way to this planet where they're terraforming. And we get a really, a really sexy explanation about what terraforming is, which I, I learned a lot from. It um, makes them feel godlike. It does. Uh, <laughs> and we discover that there's maybe some mysterious um, non-organic organism that's like life. Like a, that's not, which I find is weird too, because everyone's like, it's not life. Screw it. This is not what life is. And like, no, it, it, it kind of is life. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like the whole thing where, where, you know, we all, whenever we find something new that we don't understand, we destroy it. Yeah, pretty much. Of course. No, you know what it is? That's what they were doing. That was the wisp that uh, Becker Becker, uh, Mariner had. And she, like, you know, captured him and everything. And then she, like, forced him to give her, like, a new tricorder with a purple stripe. That was the same wisp. It was that that guy. No wonder why he was so cranky when he met her. He just went through this. (laughs) Had to expend all of his life force to replicate a tricorder. 
what I liked was cool is that Star Trek has always forced you to examine things that are out of the ordinary because we're so locked into what represents life. And mm-hmm. to think that a crystalline structure that you thought didn't have life with, with different geometric patterns on the ground, they didn't think it was alive, but actually it was. It didn't register on anything. They even had this little computer to just disregard everything you think that it might be logically and just what the hell is it? And it's yeah. like, okay, if I could throw this, everything out, could this, could this have been a, um, a child of the crystalline entity? Uh, it's Ooh, possible. Maybe. No, that's a good. That's a good thing. You and know? will we see it in Discovery nine hundred years in the future? Mm, it's going to be like crystal people. I mean, it was it was a good episode in that respect and how it matured and it knew right off the bat. It's like fuck you, you killed all my children. It's war. I'm gonna take yeah, this dude, out. it called him microbrains. The name yeah. it was a microbrain. What was water it? Bags. Water bags. bags. Water bags. Ugly bags. Ugly bags. Water. Like it's it's, it's not wrong. Water, which is which is a polite way of saying a scrotum sack, but it's still just to <laughs> yeah. say beat sack. Yeah, this could have ended in ten minutes if they had just like conversed with them. It's like, oh my god, they want to con- communicate with us. Run! It's like if they had just sat there and talked to him and you know heard him out and you know they're like, hey, put us back. Oh, okay. Put it back. That's like a 10 minute episode. They're like, no, it's trying to communicate. Run. And then they start doing the name calling. <laughs> yeah. This, if they had just communicated better, which I think is most of the problems with like yeah. society oh, yeah. and then Star Trek episodes, Star Trek episodes, TV yeah. show ever. Yeah. yeah if you're like, <laughs> even Picard was like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's like the one, the episode, a couple, what, uh, one one zero zero one zero zero one, where they they take the ship, and he's like, "Just ask us for help. Well, like, if you just do now. this, yeah, or just, or just talk, talk to hello, us, yeah, then we can yeah. solve this problem, and 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 you don't have to kill. Like, they actually kill somebody. Like, you don't have to kill anybody. Well, they, I mean, kind of, I guess, because they because well, they, they were killing them. Was it the universal translator like not working in the beginning of this episode, and that's one no. of the reasons why they couldn't communicate with them? No, they well, were trying the, to. The crystalline entity was trying to use the translator it didn't know how to or they didn't try to translate with it it yeah, decided it was, it was it trying to figure to it out to them. yeah as yeah. soon as yeah. they tried they them. ran yeah they ran out the door it's like this is noise let's just turn it off and put up the shield and run exactly. away and even it, wesley's like uh wasn't the translator doing something you uh, know did you, <laughs> you ignore wesley and then try and plug it back in again Right, that, right. It's it's no turning it off and on again. Somebody, unless you t- can tell them that you want to kill them, you got to be let them know. This is why I'm going to kill you. I start, that's what it wanted to do. I thought they would be like, "Oh, look, first contact. Let's make first contact with this, you know, sentient right. life beam." Instead, they're like, "No, right away." Death by fire. Death <laughs> <It's>, by fire. <laughs> they're they're like a bunch of old grumpy people. They're like, "Ah, oh, something different. Get off my lawn." Like uh, yes, that's seriously. what it came across as. Clint Eastwood, yeah. Get off my lawn. Or a little <laughs> bit like uh the colonists discovering the new land, the new world. Oh, look at this great place, not full of any life. Excuse me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, there's nothing here. Nothing to yeah. see here, people. Yes, move along, move along. Uh, it's yeah, like getting be... in a Rocky's car and going, I discovered your car. <laughs> it's mine now. He's like, it is mine. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I like this episode. It was interesting. I guess, you know, I, I like that kind of philosophical, like, oh, is this life? How do we communicate with life? Mm-hmm. 
And especially, I think this is probably TNG's first kind of like first contact with a new species, like a brand new species. Um, so, I mean, it was, I wish they had handled it better, but, but I liked it overall. Oh, I love yeah. that they bring the sci to the sci-fi. There's all this science they're spatting at you. I mean, they got the terraforming and, and uh, you know, like, well, let's think about it scientifically, use the scientific method. And they're, they're bringing all of that based right out of the, in, and bringing it into the science fiction world. I, I love that it was based yeah. that much into it. And then when you finish the episode, you're left with a feeling of wonder or that was interesting or wow. And that's one thing we're not quite getting yet with today's Star Trek is uh, Discovery will go, uh, you know, uh, blow up a planet or whatever. And we're just like, oh, wow, that was exciting. But did we learn anything? You, yeah. you had stuff blowing up. You had the laser at the very beginning blowing people up. Well, that just and- that just gets your attention. <laughs> yeah. Data blowing attention. it up. <laughs> right? When uh, when I saw the laser blowing everything up, I'm like, oh, look, Badgie's back. Oh, cool. Someone <laughs> 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 disabled the safety alarms. Yeah. And, and Data, he handled that like Avatar style. You see the lasers go, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You cat yeah. reflexes. He's all, he's all Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you open the door, and it's like, oh, he just came out of the club. I mean, you know, laser beams, and they had, should have had a beat going, you know? Right. And then Bjorn was like, at the fog machine in the background. I thought for sure the guy was going to be like, hey, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> he was really yeah, yeah. heartbroken, I'm too. Like, I'm like, it's just a laser drill, dude. You can make another one. Yeah, I'm like, we'll replicate you up one. We'll have, give me five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. it was like, like a year of work. I'm like, how long does it take to build a laser? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a freaking laser beam. Computer, one laser beam. <laughs> okay, there um, we go. He had to work really hard with the AI trying to kill people. That's true. <laughs> I gotta get. Well, it. the hardest thing about it is normally an a- when you get an AI going rogue on you, you see you got, you got eyeballs to look at, and they turn red, and right away you realize what's going on. They couldn't figure it out. It was like, oh, the laser beam just went crazy. I don't know what's going on. Well, that That's the why they eyes. couldn't figure out that. Yeah, there was no red eyes to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had to go with because Data was like, "Oh no, there was intention behind it. It was no program can do that. Like someone was controlling it." Well, someone was. Well, yeah. You get the thing is that you have an android, and it's a unique life form, and the guy's pissed off that they destroyed the laser, so he would rather for Data to die than the laser get destroyed. This is like seriously. I bet it took a. I bet it took a lot longer to create data than it did that laser. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Just, a, just a little bit, yeah. Just that. I like the ending of that one the one part of the show where they they discover the entity and it's blinking and they're like, "Oh wow, this they must have covered this up." And and suddenly the, the link the blink starts getting quicker. It's like ding 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 ding, guys, you got it. <laughs> they're just staring at it winner, the winner. Break, yeah, and the light just starts flashing hello yes that's the right answer but I, but I was seriously waiting but I know it was later on in the seasons that when it when it wind up replicating and giving birth to the other one that Picard would look at it and go there were two lights <laughs> uh, David doesn't get that joke because he hasn't th- seen that episode yet. He hasn't seen that episode. You will. You'll, you'll, you'll laugh down the line. You'll laugh. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a real good one. In about two two years, you're you're gonna laugh at that. That's that's <laughs> we get to it. right there. <laughs> I constantly feel like Captain America on the Avengers. Oh, I get that reference. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of want to go back to what uh, Rocky, what you said about this bringing this the the science. Do you think that TNG? 
was kind of more the cerebral of the shows? Like, do you think it, it did bring more of the science? I think Janeway did with that. And I think DS9, from what I have seen, is was a bit more action-y and kind of like war drama plots. Not necessarily like science. Yeah, it was more political with DS9. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. non, it wasn't less exciting, though. It was definitely interesting. Um, but yeah, aspect. Star Trek was like yeah. bringing the space and the science fiction really hard for a long time. Um, I think we've got used to it or something. I, I don't know why they've, they're not quite, I mean, they're trying to bring it back, but they're like, they're like, oh, our warp drive now is, is based off of mushrooms. So I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird science, but I I, it's not, science. yeah, science, it's really science, strange. Science. <laughs> I've, taken, I've taken a mushroom trip before. You can go anywhere you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are fun. I tried to get the captain to do more of those, but he wouldn't accept the coffee. No, are you legal now? You tried to poison him with coffee. You tried. You've gotten him high with coffee. I was trying to give him a good day. Uh huh. Don't don't accept coffee from Heather. I had to stop. I had to stop drinking the coffee from Heather. Is that when I had some and laid down on my rack there and looked and creatures came out of my belly button to talk to me about life. That's when I knew (laughs) that there should be no more coffee from her. So that was. I I am good. I'm so fascinated now. Yeah, don't let Heather near a replicator. No, but he will screw it up. But as Rocky was saying, TNG, you're right, did have a lot more science-oriented episodes where they talked about science, where they used the science as a secondary backdrop to the excitement and everything that was in it. Because you look, even with the crystalline creature, they had to figure out what it needed or what it wanted. When they had the amoeba, they found out they had to feed it energy. You know, so it's a lot of little things they had to turn around and think about, which is which is pretty cool. Discovery's trying it now because they find that the mycelial network is a real thing. The tardigrade is a real thing, so they're trying. Yeah. So interesting. At least Damis doesn't inject shrooms anymore. That's yeah. true. No, he no, doesn't. He, he's he just he just puts his hands into 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 shroom into gel. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good I like. He, well, it's funny because on the the new uh, disco, she's just like, "Oh, I I can help you take care of those things in your arms," and then they're just gone. Like it's yeah, just the shunts, yeah. it's just fixed, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. It's just funny how they're like it was such a big thing as a plot device before, and now they're like, "No, it's fine. We don't need those anymore." And yeah. again, here Star Trek is breaking ground with you know the first non-binary character played by an actual non-binary person. So you know we had the the Nicole, um, Nichelle Nichols and Kirk kiss back yeah. in the day and now we've got non-binary and we've got a trans person and we've got an actual gay couple who are treated as normal people you know it's, it's yeah. not like oh they're gay yeah you know it's like <laughs> whatever yeah. yeah it's just like it's just like okay it's they're together you know do you remember no, the, do you remember the first gay kiss on uh star trek deep space nine it was with, uh yeah. Yeah. I remember the kind of like uproar about it or like it was or, or, I mean not not uproar but like like all the buzz about it like oh a woman kissed somebody. Oh my god. <gasps> well, Which now it's like eh. It was the what, late the 80s sauce. early 90s it was still kind of yeah. a It was before Pornhub. <laughs> that's, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's that's when when the internet you had to wait line by line for it to download so you could see. Yeah, it, it was a long. Oh, it was like ten what? minutes for an image. It was like, and then it would fail and only give you half of it. And it's like, oh god, I gotta get it again. And it's not the right half. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, the left half. Uh. 
Like you get half a penis. Twenty minutes later, it's like, oh my god, I see her lips now. (laughs) Twenty minutes later. (laughs) Oh my god. You know know what the sad thing is that I did that as a kid when I was like, you know, fourteen, fifteen, and we're like, oh my god, the internet. And yeah, you just sit there and wait, and you are like looking over your shoulder, hoping no nobody walks in (laughs) because it takes twenty minutes. And then somebody picks up the phone and fucks it all up for you. Oh my god. <laughs> that was the worst. That was horrible. And then it wasn't even in color. It was like the, really the graphic interlace file. It was really bad. Oh god, it wasn't, it wasn't even, even great. It wasn't even four. It was like it, it was like two forty. It wasn't even four eighty. Like, right. Thank you. Like one thirty three or something, you know? Yeah. It's like five megabytes took forever. <laughs> it was like a hundred K. I mean, gosh. <laughs> Yep. Remember so when bad. hard drive when hard drives were two hundred megabytes and and that was like huge, mm, like holy oh, crap, this hard drive cost seven hundred dollars. Remember <laughs> our first floppy hard disk? Yeah, yeah. Floppy disks oh were floppy like disk. a meg and a half. Right. I had a teenager. Uh, one of my friend's teenagers said, "Oh look, you three D printed a uh, save icon." <laughs> to show you, show you my age. My first hard drive was a twenty meg Core International full height hard drive. I didn't even have a mouse. I had a uh, 8086 computer and I had yeah. to put a top hat card because it was 5, 512 on the motherboard. And with the top hat card, I got 640. And you couldn't even boot the hard drive up unless you had a boot floppy on it. There was no mouse, yeah. <laughs> no nothing. So yeah, so times had come by and then yeah. we had Kermit using Procom and you had Kermit as a protocol to download. And like what you call said, Rocky, if someone picked up the phone, you were fucked. It's like 45 minutes. I got a minute left to download this file. And then Beep. someone picks up the line. Oh, my God. You got to do it all over again. Uh, yeah, mine, mine was a 286. Yeah, 300 bots, yeah. a compatible smart modem. I remember us going to go see uh, War Games and no. get pissed. Oh, because yeah. How, we saying, like, game? how the fuck did this little kid own enough money to be able to get a war dialer. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there with my Commodore 64. I'm like, what? how did he get all that going on there? Because I got this little Seriously. thing. And, yeah, it was amazing. He got like, all that crap. Well, yeah. We had one of those as a kid. And I can't even buy an acoustic coupler. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are using words that I don't understand. I'm not. <laughs> okay, no. how about, how about how a warp to sell? There know. we go. Okay. <laughs> There we Thermal go. Thermodynamic exchange. Uh, flux <laughs> capacitor. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I, I'm with you. <laughs> um, I don't know. So what'd you get? I mean, what else does anyone have to say about this episode? I, Heather, you have two pages of notes. You got to have something more intelligent than, than anything I have to say. One page for each episode. So I'm saving one of the pages for the next episode. Fair and enough. from all of my episodes, we pretty much covered it. Like, I talked about the microbrain. I talked about, you know, Picard, can you hear? Yeah, we talked about pretty much everything. But the other thing is I thought it was kind of cruel in a way because the only way they get peace is to threaten to kill it. It's yeah. Like we found out your kryptonite. So turn You're going to starve it. Yeah. It's like, are you going to, we're going to die. Yeah, we're going to let you die unless you decide you don't want to have war. <laughs> yep, that's right. Another thing, too, is... um. At the very, very beginning, when uh, Picard answers basically the phone call, that that he went rude real fast. Like, that escalated quickly. Like, he was answering the phone call, and he was like, hello, hello, come <laughs> on, people. 
Well, he, he said this was very inconvenient because, of course, they yeah. were having the orgy that night and he was late to get to it. <laughs> and why they don't have a ship's counselor everywhere that's kind of psychic. That's kind of like a cheat sheet. It's like you go to somebody, it's like, hey, Jeff, so what do you think of all of us being on here? And you say, oh, it's great. And then the counselor goes, he's lying. He's full of shit. He's stressed out. He's stressed right now. I feel bad for her, though, because the only line she says is, he's hiding something. That's like every single freaking episode. He's hiding something. Okay, can you be more specific, please? Like, can well, you he's help telling us? the truth, oh, but he's God. also hiding something. Yeah. He's hiding <laughs> something. It's like, what is Patrick doing behind me? He's hiding something. <laughs> <laughs> don't look. Don't you look. Wish. You wish. <laughs> well, she's only half a Beta Z, so she can't do the full... Like oh, thing. L- Loxana Troy. Like, when Loxana gets all weird, yeah. Oh, yeah. She would like download his entire brain. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> wants <Seriously>. me. <laughs> this is, I feel like they find ways for Wesley to be involved. They're like, you don't need to be here, but we're going to make you be here. Yeah, they kind of worked him in. It was, it always felt like they kind of worked him in. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the same age as this kid on the starship. This is awesome. But it, I could tell it felt like they were working him in everywhere. Dude, yeah. that guy is yeah. being promoted faster than Harry Kim. He hasn't even gone to Starfleet <laughs> Academy <laughs> yet, and he's on the freaking council as an ensign piloting the ship. Come on. I, I, and he I, has I, a lot I, of the answers all the time. I mean, he usually no, I, is right. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's no, nepotism. His, his mom's a doctor, so, you know, hello. Mm-hmm. What I think they use Wesley, I think they use Wesley as the out-of-the-box person. So everybody's yeah. got everything they need to do, and it's going Starfleet regulation. And Wesley's a new kid who sees something out of the box, and I think that's what really people get kind of pissed off at because he's the only one that can think outside the box. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, you think they'd be a bit more creative or kind of some? Yeah, but yeah, because he kind of is. I can see that. Is that why he was thought... so annoying to everyone? Yeah, because he's always out of the box. Everybody's got all of this experience to do something it's kind of like okay we need to be able to get all of this stuff done we need to do this we need to do that and then you just this child comes up and he goes yeah why don't you turn on the button for the limiter <laughs> what <laughs> oh yeah they're like really god oh, damn it fuck you kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was We're interesting though that, 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 that picard shared that little nugget with him that he you know that picard failed to get into starfleet on the first time too uh wrong episode Wrong episode. Wrong episode? We have a next standard one. to uphold here. Wait, all the time. <laughs> we're still on the first one. That's the second one. The second yeah, one. We're still on the first one. All the time. I moved on to the second one, too. Don't worry. Spoiler for next one. See, that's my job as captain is to try to keep everybody online here. So, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't worry. You're our most of our podcasts don't have any kind of path or line to keep on. We try to, Heather but does a we, good job. we often we often get sidetracked. So <laughs> yeah, we're oh, very like, easy to sidetrack yeah. yourself. We're yeah. constantly like, wait, that was in Act Two. Wait, that's in Act Three. Wait, that's in the last act. <laughs> Heather does a good job of keeping us usually on the rails. So that's a good thing. That that's a, a hard job. Better than, snorting, yeah, yeah. better than snorting the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine where your tangents come from. 
at all. I, I, I I've lived a very no colorful idea. life. Thank you. <laughs> I you got God, I just want to do a podcast just of you guys telling like life stories. No, you don't. I have so many <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. I think we have the F- the FCC yeah. would come in and bust you for mine. <laughs> <laughs> and mine are just not that interesting. <laughs> It'll be for my private collection. That's what <laughs> you you got to realize I was alive during the sixties and seventies, so. That's got to be something, yeah. You're going to have to go to therapy after mine. Oh, my God. I'm just grateful that there was nothing to record the shit I did back then. They had cell phones and stuff back then. When I was Uh, growing up, oh, my God, I'd still be in jail. I know. Like, my kids are like, oh, I want to be on YouTube. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't want to broadcast half the stupid shit that that you do. You want to (laughs) now. You ain't going to want to later. Yeah, (laughs) no. that. <laughs> well, it's just like proof. it's just like back, you know, when we had the two eighty sixes and the three eighty six computers, and people are sending, you know, dick pics and badge pics and stuff, and you know, someone's gonna find them. It's gonna yeah. come out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they're gonna at print least, it off, tear off the little it, side, it never dies paper. At least no, in the nineteen twenties, <laughs> at least in the nineteen twenties, when they took a picture, it took them thirty minutes to take one picture. Yep. I just, and there was no photocopies back then either. It's just the one true. picture. So, some dude's just standing there with his junk out for 20 minutes. He's like, You got it? You good yet? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Don't God. And after that, that, it's like, Damn. It's blurry. Tomorrow, dude. Come on. Come on. What a time to have shrinkage. <laughs> it's cold. Oh, I was in the pool that day. I was in the pool. It was the pool. It was cold. You gotta stand over by the window. The sh- the, the light makes your veins pop. We're <laughs> oh, learning so much in this episode. We're learning so much. I'm glad and you guys not don't at have all HR like we do on our ship because <laughs> we would have been contacted already by now. Yeah. No, we we have we have very low standards. <laughs> don't worry. That's, well, that's why we're on a tight beam on our ship so that HR doesn't hear what we're saying. Gotcha. Yeah, we get in trouble with HR all the time. No, <laughs> we, I I fired our HR. It's it's just us. <laughs> we're a buzzkill. We're all right. um. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do a quick. Okay, so we actually keep a kill tracker uh, that we've been keeping since TOS. So, David, one yeah, person did die in this. So you Yay! get to add it to the kill tracker and then give us uh, an update on the number. Alrighty. So, so far we have 85 TNG deaths, which brings us to, let me get the calculator out. <laughs> I, carry the one, my, add the I cannot do this either. shit in my head anymore. A squared. <laughs> so get out your slide roll. What episode number Jesus. was that one? Abacus. <laughs> this is episode so that, what, 16, 15? Mm-hmm. So that brings us to a total of 1,735 deaths across Holy all of Trek cow! so far. It's For time. TOS, the movies. TOS, TAS, movies, and TNG. What about oh, just TNG? One up till here. 85. 85. Well, no wonder why... No wonder why left and right compared to TNG. <laughs> no wonder why HR had to uh, investigate Picard. Then after all that, that's that's those aren't good numbers. No. <laughs> well, some of them are. I think what in the the naked now time there was that whole other ship and that was like sixty people. So that's not even his yeah, fault. Yeah, we lost an entire <laughs> ship. Totally yeah. that's, not okay. That brings a number much. Okay, that's yeah. more manageable. Yeah, they were all frozen naked. They, they went crazy in Yeah. 
Okay. Separate That was the case, and I was alive back then, and I wore a red shirt if I was on security. They would have had to put me in jail because it's time to beam down. Screw you. Every away party that goes down with them, don't come back. I'm not going. <laughs> I got it. You take Jones here. Don't worry. I'll stay up on the ship and take yeah. care of stuff. Well, I you, know, you know what annoys me is when, when we go to when we go to conventions, uh, Nathan and I, especially like if we wear our TNG red, people mm. are like, oh, you're going to die. We're like, no, that's TOS. <laughs> Get your freaking series right. <laughs> Trekkies. <laughs> What <laughs> um, let's do this real quick. Any last minute thoughts from anybody on this episode? Liked it? Yes. I mean, and I know season yeah, one could be a bit of a clunker for this one, but uh, overall, what'd you guys think? It was good. Yeah. I, yeah. I like I the, the, I mean, although it was, again, like I was saying in the beginning where, you know, we, we find new, we find something new that we don't understand. And the first thing we want to do is destroy it. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a bit time time old story, but you know, they worked it out. It was well, pretty good. If, if Mariner was there, <laughs> she would have fixed the problem in less than five minutes and gotten a new tricorder out of it. Well, That's true. <laughs> Boy, Boy, Boimler, Boimler probably would have messed her up a little bit. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> it gets in the way. <laughs> I liked it. This this was like uh, you know OG Star Trek. It makes you think cerebrally just a little bit. I I I dig that when they do that. Um, I also, because it's a first season episode, I'm like, the lighting was like, oh my God, because I'm a production guy. So I'm looking at the lighting now going, whoa, the lighting is so wacky because it's all big, wide lights and like early, you know, late, late 80s TV. So the lighting techniques are totally different. And of course, oh, yeah. I was nerding out over the, the set pieces on the on the planet uh, in their little terraforming area. It all looked like Buck, Ro- Buck Rogers era stuff. If you guys saw <laughs> Buck Rogers, it did kind of, yeah. yeah. Those, it was literally the same props they used in Buck Rogers to keep recycling those suckers. They appear yep, several times up. within next generation. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Fair enough. I, I liked the episode also because you're beginning to see the synchronicity of the crew mm-hmm. coming together, which I thought was, was good because before they did not have any synchronicity in it. So it was beginning to happen, and we see even more on the next episode, which is, a, I guess, my There's... way of throwing you a line to segue if you want it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, well, let's just, so, um, or uh, Phil and David, what about you guys? Um, yeah, I like this one, too. It is kind of mid-range, so this is probably like a six on the Davo-meter. Um, not bad, but not great, uh, but I'm trying to scale them back a little bit because after TOS, after the long slog that TOS was, <laughs> everything has been rating very high on TNG. So I got to slide it back a little. <laughs> That's fair. Kind of move the goalpost. Yeah, Phil. I'm I'm kind of in the same same boat for a first season episode. It was pretty good. I, I eh, yeah, pretty good. Um, this was the last episode where Gene Roddenberry was the head writer on an episode. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's kind of handed it off. Kind of, yeah. You can kind of see, start to see where the hands come off a little bit. And you can but, see, um, you can see, still see how the characters are still trying to find their character. Or the actors are still trying to find their characters because Picard seemed a little, I don't know, he, he just didn't seem like Picard quite yet. Yeah, that fully formed. Yeah, yeah. Like Picard, yeah. No, I get it. But yeah, he's, no, he's kind of, he's moved from hard dick Picard though. <laughs> Like he was like the first time. There's nothing, hey, there's nothing wrong with hard dick. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Better than a soft dick. <laughs> sure. You know you were setting yourself up for that. Yeah. Yep. Way too easy. But yeah, it is good to see everybody kind of start to find themselves a little bit. So yeah, for a first season episode, pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm in the same boat. I enjoy this one. It was different. Um you can you can see where TNG is going like long term. They're gonna heading towards that more science, more character development. We're getting a lot more of that, which is good. I'm excited. Good. Um let's do this. Let's where can people find the Starfleet Underground podcast? What's tell us all your things. Chief Engineer. Oh, you want me to do it? <laughs> do it because because i only play the recording at the end of the show every time i don't actually say it each time i don't have it memorized um, have you recorded it we should do that so uh, david just does ours every time oh yeah, yeah. i like yeah. doing ours from the cuff man I, I, I'm, I'm i'm just happy i don't have to edit this episode so nope. there's, there's that no um, starfleetunderground.com is the easiest way to find us so starfleetunderground.com just type it in and your web browser will bring us up um where or the podcast is up on soundcloud um, but that's it, it's embedded right there, so you can find it right there. We're also you can search us up on most of the uh, the other podcasting uh, uh, places, so uh, iTunes and um, I, I'm, I've got Overcast on my phone. That's how I get them. But um, yeah, so all those various places, and of course, if you can find Heather's YouTube page, she's been uploading those as well. We like to do a kind of a, a live premiere on the morning after um, on her YouTube. We yeah, just so, play. We play the audio, so there's nothing to look at. But it sounds really good. But it's fun because <laughs> we're in the chat and we're like screwing around in the chat as the uh, the podcast is going off. You oh, know? That's, cool. that's like the show within the show after the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of and shows. If, if you have mm. if you have Siri, and if you have Siri and it's activated, you can say Siri, play this lep- the latest episode of Starfleet Underground. And she will go ahead. Not Siri, um, Alexa. Alexa. And mm. Alexa will go ahead and play it for you. It'll get it from your iTunes account or whatever it's on there. So yeah. yeah. And also, just... I have to mention this since she mentioned it. We are sp- sponsored by Section Thirty One. Ooh, spooky! <laughs> spooky! Damn. We have to say that, otherwise yeah. they'll kill us. They, they get upset if we don't mention it at least once. Uh, <laughs> Starfleet <laughs> under G uh, on Twitter. If you want to, and, to follow and Instagram, somebody. right? And yeah, and Instagram, Instagram as well. Is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are any of your any other social medias, Instagrams, the, uh, Facebook the as well? Twitters, the Facebook. Facebook is, yep. You well, just Facebook. find us on Facebook at Starfleet Underground. Um, but uh, yeah, on Twitter, we we like to do little snippets of the previous shows. Uh, so if you want to catch up on what we actually do, well, you can just blast our Twitter account and find all the snippets. And the snippets are cool because Rocky puts in little images and it's like, you know, what we're talking about. So it's pretty fun watching those old images. <laughs> and once you go to YouTube and find Heather's account, if once you get finished looking at the episode for us, of course, the podcast, it is chock full of interviews and everything else from previous conventions in Vegas. So you can see all of those different things that she's done and recorded the, the conversations and things are out there as well as views of the vendor room, and you'll see Rocky there. Now, once you do that <laughs> and you decide that, oh, my God, COVID hit, I don't have a job, go to Vegas Aces, and she's got a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff on there that you can look for educating on how to be a dealer. She has stuff on there, how to deal games, how to understand games, everything from blackjack to poker to you name it. And it's all with the Ferengi's most hated word in the galaxy. It's all free. Free. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right Thank on. you so, Man. so much. I went to dealer school once. I don't know if I need to relive that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it, this sounds like, like a better experience. Yeah, probably. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. And awesome. if you are a Fringe, I just have to say one last thing. If you are a Fringe, come by our table. Patrick gives the most greatest umaks. Ooh. <laughs> I don't give umaks to everybody. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and if you're lucky to catch him in his scant, he'll give you an extra ooh on the mocks. <laughs> yes, that's only, that's only if you compliment how, how gorgeous my long white legs are. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right on. Uh, no, thank you so much, all of you, for joining us. I think we have convinced you guys to stick around for the next one, maybe, hopefully, or yeah, some of sure. you. It's, maybe. It's are you guys gluttons for punishment? I'm going to have to go because I've got something else to, that I have to do. But um, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And I of course. Blast. Thank you. And I will see you guys later. Live long and long. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Peace uh, and long life. Peace and long life. Cool. Um, David, why don't you do our thing and then we will be out of here. Absolutely. Yeah. Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media sites. Uh, go buy our shit at Cafe Press if you want a G-string with our logo on it. You can get that there. I am not kidding. And Ooh. if wherever you're listening to this is a place where pods are casted, go there, give us a five-star rating and review, and we will read it out on the air if anybody ever actually does it other than Jeff's dad. <laughs> True story. True story. True story. Um, I will leave you this with this one tidbit before we go. Uh, in this episode, they actually reference a bathroom. On, on on the Enterprise. So Ooh. they oh, do shit. exist. And the three people locked in the turbo lift. So that was also an, a threesome happening. See? God, there's oh, sexy it. times on the Enterprise D. Where's Linus oh, when you need him? All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. And we always enjoy it. And with that, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>